Welcome back, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Tunes and Tales podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Jay. Uh, the same thing. If you're here following the podcast, you're sticking with us. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. Your family, part of the community. If you're here by accident, as I always say, if you're an accident, you didn't do it on purpose, I love you too. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> um, we're going to keep the intro quick this week. Uh, let's do the notes. So for social media, if you want to follow us on Instagram and TikTok, it's Tunes and Tales Pod. If you're watching, you'll see it right below. If you want to follow us on Facebook, it is Tunes and Tales Podcast. Just search that. It'll come up. Uh, what else we got? What else we got? Oh, Twitter or X, whatever you call it. It's Tunes and Tales Pod with the end sign. Again, if you're watching, you'll see it. And then if you are watching and you want to listen to the podcast on the go when you're at work, at doing chores or getting errands done, whatever, um, you'll see all the podcast platforms right below. So we got, you know, all the major ones. We got Spotify. We got Apple Podcasts, Google, Amazon, anywhere you can find listen to the podcast or listen to music. You can find the podcast. Um, oh, just so you know, too, on the the audio. So if you listen to the podcast, you'll hear the songs we talk about in the episode. We can't do it on YouTube for copyright reasons, obviously. All right. Um, yeah, and that's it. That's it for the notes. Uh, today on the podcast, we have a close friend of mine, uh, Frey Jean. We talk about essentially her childhood growing up in Haiti and the relationship with her dad. Welcome to the podcast, Frey Jean. You're right. Um, <laughs> thank you for coming on. I guess wait, wait, wait. I'm laughing. We're not <laughs> doing this. <laughs> I told you. Gonna Fred, you can't see her in a straight face. You just embrace the braces. I will embrace it at a later time. Not with camera on my face. <laughs> Listen, I'm not cutting none of this shit out. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> You're already laughing for that. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. <clears throat> when did you get them again? Like two days ago? Thursday. Thursday. All right. They look nice. Thank you. I feel like. You're okay. Thank You're you. Okay. All right. So, what's the memory you want to share with us? Um, the memory or moment. Sorry. Moment. The memory or moment I want to mm-hmm. share is um, I think it was like my last trip in Haiti. Um, so I can't remember the year. Probably around like I can't remember the year. <laughs> I know I was like maybe like ten or twelve. Um, okay. my dad came and picked us up in the airport. It was me and my mother, and he was driving his red jeep at the time. Red Jeep. Red Jeep. He was a big, um, I think it was a Range Rover. He was a big, like, Range Rover fan. Um, and he had one in Haiti. But it's, it was, like, an older it's one. It's funny, because my dad had a Red Jeep growing up. Too. Really? But, like, a, Ma- not Jeep, but, like, a Mazda. Ah. Or like, a pickup. Mm. Thing. I remember falling out the back two times, but it's not about me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Um, so, he came in and picked us up uh-huh. at the airport. I remember it was late at night and it was just, I was tired because like we came from like Boston all the way to Haiti. Mm-hmm. And then my mom oh, said. Oh, so you flew from Boston 
either Boston or New York. Okay. We might have flown flown from New York actually. Yeah. Now that I think about it, um, and then he came and picked us up. I sat in the front because my mom sat in the back for some reason. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know why. Um, and then he had like a song on the radio, and I just remember him just being very happy, and then just smiling at us. And then we, my mom was singing, I was singing, he was singing because I guess it was like his favorite song. Okay. And you know me back when I, well, you don't know me like that, but like, <laughs> well, okay, you I do know, know me, you do know me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I'm like, I was obsessed with my dad. Like, I wanted to be the perfect kid for him. So, so you, like, if any, if he liked something, I liked it. If he wanted yeah. to do something, I wanted to do it. Like, I wanted to just be like his it's little like the, mini the, the classic daddy daughter pretty okay. much pretty much and the fact that i didn't really see him as often when i was a kid made like the attachment even like even. more okay. like memorable for me okay. um so then he picked us up we went to our his home in haiti and then we stayed there for maybe two or three nights mm-hmm. and then we went to dr because the reason why we went there was to visit um my late grandmother mm-hmm. on my dad's side because she was very sick and she really wanted to see me before she passed away. Um, so we went, we stayed in DR with her, my uncle and my aunt and my cousins. And that was like for about a week and went to the beach, just like enjoyed each other's company. It was like one of my last good memories of like going back to Haiti. Okay. All right. So you kind of said a lot in that. So I'm going to jump to different points of what you just said, kind of like unpack it okay. in a non-therapist way i feel like <laughs> i feel like i sound like a fucking therapist you got but, the degree <laughs> <laughs> but um all right so let's start with your relationship with your dad mm-hmm. um you, so you said you didn't see him a lot so those moments were important mm-hmm. do you remember when do you feel like you notice like okay these moments aren't a lot let me enjoy the time i see him like because you're a kid so like when did it click for you like uh, honestly, when I was five, I came here when I was five. So I stopped having like every day with my dad after like okay. five years. Old. And he stayed in Haiti. He stayed in Haiti. Okay. My mom and I stayed here. So um, since I was five, I kind of know like, hey, I don't see my dad often. Like he used to come mm-hmm. every year. And then it's like started like trickling down to like every once so in a while. How long for how long was every year? Like for four years straight every year? And then mm, I, I want to say for. I think up until I was like maybe 10 and 11, we saw each other because like either my mom and I would like travel there or he would come here. And after 10 and 11, it became a little bit harder. And I think he would just come every two years and then it became like every three years. But like we would talk on the phone. And, and did he explain why or what the fuck's going on? Nah. No. <laughs> I mean, were you curious? I mean, just... I kind of know the reason now, but like, I'm not gonna delve my whole family <laughs> issues out here. <laughs> so, at what point did you, uh, how do I say this? You still care, obviously, but mm-hmm. at what point did it stop mattering? About the my dad? The 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 gaps and how long you see him? Um, I think when I was like maybe in college. Cause I stopped having the idea of like, it's going to be a perfect family. Like, okay. you know, like you, when you're a kid, you want like okay. your mom and your dad to be in the same house, like, and living together and stuff like that. But that wasn't really our um, situation. So I, when I started realizing that, Hey, it could be this way and still be fine. I was like, okay, whenever he comes, he comes. Do you still consider yourself a daddy's girl? Um, 
yeah, I think I'm still very much more like my dad. I have some of my mom's temperament. I'm closer to my mom in terms of like we fight a lot, right. but I love her to death. Yeah, I feel like it sounds like you guys have been through more together. Yeah, like my mom so is just... literally like my best friend, but like I'm not going to tell her that. Why not? Because <laughs> she's going to take it to the head. What, <laughs> motherfucker? Awesome. I'll do everything for my mom, so. Okay. All right, so going back to the memory of you guys in the car, would you say that's one of the times, you, well, do you feel like that's one of the times you felt like a family, like yeah, together? Yeah. Okay. That was like our last big trip as a family okay. together. And then you mentioned your grandma. Mm-hmm. How was your relationship with your grandma? Mm, from what I can remember, it was very warm. She was a very sweet lady, always feeding me because, you know, I love food. Oh, yeah. <laughs> something about grandparents <laughs> and food. The moment she sees me, she would always make me fry plantains and salami. And mm. that was it. And we was just, she just like, trying to get you fat. She just loved me. <laughs> she, just loved- <laughs> she just loved me. How many me. grandkids did she have at that point? Or OK, so at that time, she had two in DR. So my cousin Jordan and Ashley. Um, and then she had two in Haiti, mm-hmm. no, three in Haiti, Billy, uh, Jean, <laughs> I'm naming all, I'm not going to name all. No, okay. Not- so three in Haiti. Um, and then two in the U S so she had a lot, really? <laughs> she had a lot. Really? Okay. So come in like, so. Is it is your grandma on your mom's side, like your dad's mom or your? Mom's it's my dad's mom. Your dad's mom. My mom's mom died when I was a baby. So you never really have a memory. Of... I just remember what they tell me of her. You know, it's funny. So, on my stepdad side, so this is my stepdad, but I call him my dad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like he raised me essentially. Mm-hmm. So on his side, I remember as a baby because I used to go to like kindergarten across the street from my grandma's house mm-hmm. so i would just stay in my grandma during the week and the kind like the mountainside like country as fuck like outside bathroom like outside toilet like, was fucking i hated that i had to get bathroom. up at like five five thirty six <laughs> in the morning and take a shot like honestly what's what's the child protective services over here called ds dss or? dss yeah dss was in jamaica they'll fucking take me away because like this shit is a cruelty anyway <laughs> but i remember like i have I only have a memory of my granddad, my stepfather's dad, at his funeral. Oh. Like, I don't remember him, like... I also remember my grandmother's funeral. It was really, really bad. My mom made a scene. She loses her shit. My mom... She will make you feel loved at a funeral. Because she goes over the top. Is <laughs> <laughs> she one of the people that jumps in the fucking... Oh no! My mom was uh, this. Mind you, this is my dad's mother. She will hate if I if I tell this story. But this yeah, is my dad. She'll never see this. <laughs> this is my dad's mother. My dad, all his brothers and sisters, they're very calm. Mm-hmm. They're just like throwing dirt on the thing, saying goodbye to their mother. Mm-hmm. My mom is screaming. My mom, my grandmother's name was Neglita. How do you say it? Neglita. Neglita. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my mom was screaming, Neglita, no, don't leave me, Neglita. <laughs> Don't leave me like this on oh, the floor. No. My dad's like, get the fuck out. <laughs> You're embarrassing me in front of my friends. <laughs> my mom is over the top. <laughs> so she's always like that at any funeral. I just got to sit away from her because like me and my dad just don't fuck with her at funerals anymore. So did your mom, your mom ever talk about the relationship she had with her, um, your grandma? She loved her. They had a really good relationship. Really my good grandmother relationship. treated her like a second daughter. Um, 
she really loved my grandma my grandmother so i think okay. it was very because like her mom passed away when she was very young and mm. not very young but like she would like you would have wanted your mom to be here a little bit longer and then yeah, my dad's that. mom accepted her and was like really friendly to her and mm. just like took her in and then to find out she passed away kind of within the similar like in the same instance as like how my mom's mom died because mm-hmm. they both passed away from cancer how sorry you gonna finish something I just okay. said they both passed away <laughs> um, at what age did your dad and mom meet I'm just curious I know what age they had me. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's do the math. What age um, had so they had me when she was twenty eight. So they probably met like usually like two years. Probably. Yeah. Because so they got married after that. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's fair. My mom had me when she was twenty. Twenty four. <laughs> Um, all right, cool. So I want to jump to coming to America. Okay. Do you remember the first time? Because we're all immigrants, all yeah, of us. I'm, I'm an immigrant. Do you have your first so. time story? Uh, I'm trying to remember. Those are the fucking best. <laughs> I think I came in during the winter time, and Fuck I was me too. mad as hell. Oh, okay, good. I gotta hear this shit. Okay, how was it? I came in. We came in through New York, and mm-hmm. I think we stayed with my mom's brother and his wife and his kids uh-huh. for a little bit and it was cold as shit it was cold it was snowing five it was cold it was so snowing crazy and i was just so mad i was like why are we here go back okay did you <laughs> did you understand what snow was when you no i just was like this white shit <laughs> and it's cold <laughs> i feel like every fucking immigrant kid. so i kind of had the same thing i remember coming here in december and i'll tell you it was definitely 2001. December? No. Is it December 2001? Yeah. No, it was 2003. Because that's the year the Patriots won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I remember coming in December. And I remember walking out the airport. And you know your breath freezes? Mm-hmm. I experienced that shit for the first time. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, I thought we're in, like, the end of times. Like, I'm like, the world's ending. Clearly the world's ending. Why the fuck did you guys take me here? So, I remember that, and I already said this on another episode, but, like, I cried every day. Oh, no. From, definitely from December to February, because I remember watching that Patriot Super Bowl with my aunt. So, I cried every day from December to February (laughs) to go the fuck home. But, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I... To this day, I still don't like the cold. I'm yeah. managing. My dad does not. Mm. Like, if my dad comes here, he's bundled he's up. He's not fucking with it. He's <laughs> not fucking with it. So, did your dad choose to stay in Haiti? Um. Yeah. So, my dad at the time was, a, I think, yeah, my dad's still a lawyer. My dad was a lawyer. So, mm. he, the, his goal was to stay in Haiti and then eventually come here. But I think stuff just didn't work out. So, he just ended up staying in Haiti and then tried to go up the political route. Um, not like president or stuff like that, but like just, I don't know what he, like he became like some type of figure and then mm-hmm. now he's back to just being a lawyer again. Um, but yeah, so that was the plan. What kind of law did he do? Do you know? Criminal law? Like, like he, defend or prosecute? I think he's a prosecutor because he'd be putting people in jail. Okay. I'm, I'm, a, I'm about to be real ignorant. That sounds real dangerous. It is very dangerous. Haiti. And I'm very scared <laughs> for him every time I hear him putting a bad guy that's especially in like in Haiti right now. Yeah. I'm like, can we? So is he still, yeah. is still his profession? Yeah. 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 I hope he's safe. He, 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 he. 
He's doing his thing, you know. He has security and he has his things to take care of him. Peace be with you. (laughs) Say no more. Say no more. So what's does he give you like updates on Haiti now? He does not because he doesn't want me to feel bad for him. Because, again, my dad is like older. He's like Mm -hmm. a little bit more sick now. Um, So he just doesn't try to tell me things. But I follow all like the Haitian postings on Instagram and like Facebook and stuff like that. So I hear what's going on and i have friends who tell me what their family are experiencing so like mm-hmm. i know to check in on him more often than mm-hmm. none when i don't hear from him it's like you, a little bit like concerned yeah it. yeah what's what's how do you feel about hate like are you optimistic For pessimistic Haiti? yeah just a future country in general right now i'm very pessimistic but okay. i i do want haiti to thrive because Haiti is a beautiful country <laughs> and like it has so much culture so much like traditions but it's hard to see that when it's in chaos and like literally just political warfare um so i would hope one day haiti is like the same haiti i remember when i was a child like mm-hmm. being able to walk in the street and not being scared of being kidnapped or like stuff like that no like violence really right. beautiful beaches great food great people right. like that's that's my hope for Haiti. I hope we can rebuild and become a better Haiti. So I know one of the major things was that whole earthquake. What mm-hmm. year was that? 2010. And Okay, so that's a natural disaster. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But I feel like now... So I'm, re- I'm real skeptical of media and everything. So mm-hmm. when they show, like, you know, violence in Haiti or, like, this and that, I'm like... You motherfuckers just selling one side, like there is violence in Haiti. Like, so, do you think it really reflects what the media shows, or I think it reflects the parts that are heavily gang related, like heavily gang um, occupied. Okay. So that is true for most parts of Haiti, mm-hmm. and people are literally fighting to take back their areas and their homes and like all the stuff that belongs to them. Mm-hmm. But then there's parts that are outside of the capital that are like less occupied by gangs so they're a little bit more calm but at one point it was very bad yeah like people did not go to work doctors were leaving the country Mm -hmm. and so there was no medical um support and stuff like kids couldn't go to school because they were either getting kidnapped Mm -hmm. or like killed like that was very true oh yeah because it's weird jamaica like jamaica is like you either see because this is one of the most popular countries in the Caribbean, right? Mm-hmm. So you all, you either see, like, you know, the, the sprinters doing good or the beaches and all that shit. Like, but when you go there and turn the fucking channel on, you're like, damn, that's outside my hotel. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I am never leaving. Damn. <laughs> but okay, I get it. Yeah. So when you moved here, mm-hmm. so every, every immigrant. Some more than most, some more than others, they deal with, how do I say, identity crisis. Mm. Did you deal with identity crisis? For a long time, because I was like, I don't know about you, you probably didn't experience that, because you came here when you was like, what? You were in middle school, like, I remember That was my second time. That was your second time. So remember the story I just told you about? I was a kid. So I got here, they put me in kindergarten, I kept crying. And you were back They sent me back. And so when I finally came back... In middle school, that was gotcha. Because that's when I I remember you in middle school, and I remember I remember a story of you because like everybody was gas. Mr. McClinton most of all was gassing you the fuck up. Why? He was like that boy Sanjay. He's good at soccer. He I just am. Kept on gassing you up. I'm like, who is this nigga so Sanjay? So you know a funny story. <laughs> so right before I moved, so I don't know if it's the same in Haiti, but I'll explain it anyway. So in Jamaica, high school starts 
essentially middle school, they call it primary school, mm. ends in the sixth grade. Okay. And high school starts, starts in the seventh. In the seventh. Uh. So I, technically, I just had my first year of high school and before then you I went moved back there. and went to middle right. school. So that first year, um, so backtrack. When I finished my primary school, this college wanted to recruit me to play mm. football, but soccer. But there's this national exam. I scored like really high, like I was smart as fuck, okay. really high. And I got into like one of the top schools. So I was like, fuck the scholarship. I'm gonna go to the school because it's a really good school. But they also had a not great as a school that was recruiting me, but a decent soccer team. So I was going to try it for that. Something happened. The practice got delayed. A week later, my mom's like, hey, you're coming to America. And then she put me in a fucking school with no soccer team. I'm still mad at her. I don't think she knows. <laughs> I feel the reserve. I could be messy right now. I'm playing. Okay. <laughs> but so, yeah, it's that that was that's that's what I have to deal with. But um, OK, so what was the question? The identity crisis. Identity crisis. Yeah. Um, I think so. When I got there, I didn't speak a lick of English. So whenever people would talk this to me, Creole. it was just Creole and French that I knew. Okay. So whenever people would talk to me, I would either respond in Creole and French. And like, I remember one of my mom's friends, like she introduced herself. She introduced herself to me. And then my mom and her were speaking Creole. But then for some reason, she wanted to look at me and start speaking English. I'm like, lady, I do not speak English. <laughs> like, Come on, help me out. Man. Like, damn. Like, she was like, trying to like, I was like, what are you doing right now? I just did not understand. Right. Um, so they put me in an English speaking class, like an ESL class. So like a Haitian to English transition. Okay. So from like. Was there a lot of kids in it? Uh, I feel like there was maybe eight of us that were like Haitian that just didn't speak. Well, they speak, spoke better English than I did. I literally did not speak mm-hmm. So um, we they were taught by a Haitian teacher. And the moral of the class was to just like help us transition to get our our English well enough so that we can transition to the like English classes gotcha. um, and not be separated from the other kids. So for the two years, I was trying really hard because they would tell me to say, OK, one example, there was <laughs> I feel very stupid. No, <laughs> so everybody was like, they was like, OK, say something that like say a word or a fruit that goes with your first name uh-huh. and like everybody's saying like fish blah 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 well, like whatever like with the their first, name the, the and letter. I was just giving them my my Haitian nickname I will not say it but I, I gave on. them my Haitian nickname you gotta do nickname. it for the podcast what's the Haitian nickname <laughs> please it's either Fwefwe or Tifwe Fwefwe Fwefwe or Tifwe 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 yeah Tifwe do that mean oh, what does it Tifwe mean? means little fresh and Fwefwe means fresh fresh <laughs> that's kind of cool um, so I like a dumbass was like, oh yeah, you want nicknames? Sure. Uh-huh. So I was like, Frey Frey or Tifwe. <laughs> like, what the fuck is All the kids looked at me like he was the dumbest shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So I was just like, okay, I don't speak English. Yeah. Um, so for the, that, it was first and second grade. So for first and second grade, I literally watched, um, Barney, <laughs> Teletubbies. Did it Arthur? help you learn English? Oh, I picked up English real quick. Get I was dedicated. From Teletubbies and Teletubbies, Barney? Teletubbies, Barney, Arthur, Liberty's Kids. I'm listening to all of I watch everything back to back. That is wild. And then that's how, like, I, after, like, the second grade, like, halfway through the second grade, there was, like, we can transition you to the third grade, like, next year. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Like, perfect. And then I went to the third grade, and now my problem was I had an accent. <laughs> 
So I spoke English, but I had an accent. So they would make fun of me. So they were making fun of me for the accent. So like I tried really, really fucking hard to drop that night. Don't have an accent. Certain words okay. I have an accent with, but like now I'm like you can't tell that yeah. I came here. So you know what's funny? So accent. you remember how obviously we met in middle school. Mm-hmm. So you remember the whole that whole year I was known for not talking? Do you know that's why? I you was fucking terrified <laughs> of my of people <laughs> making fun of my accent. That and I'm gonna be honest, I thought most of the kids were stupid as shit. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. Like it's not even something like I'm better than you, but I'm like You came in when we were very rowdy though. I'm not gonna lie. Cause like Right. We, and I'm not I'm used to like, you know, going to school, wearing a uniform. Like yeah, we didn't do that. Like we get slapped. Like I'm used <laughs> to that shit. And I come in and this dudes in like baggy ass jeans, like cussing and shit. I'm like, what the Breaking fuck teachers is going on? Classrooms, but food yeah. fights. Were you there? You were there for the food fight. I think I was. I was the in the corner. The food fight was though. amazing. So, yeah. I didn't throw anything, but when I was I say watching. that year was like straight up culture shock. <laughs> and it didn't help that my mom forced me to wear uniforms. Oh, you. Okay. My first year in yeah. that middle school. My mom made me wear uniform. I was the only motherfucker. Fucking immigrants, man. I'm telling wearing you. Wearing uniform in that school. Just because she saw that they had a uniform. <laughs> My mom did the same shit. I'm like. I was like, nobody wears it. Right. So the first day I went, I remember feeling like a dumbass. Wearing <laughs> a uniform, right? But I'm not talking to nobody anyway. So I'm like, all right, cool. And then I go home. I'm telling my mom like, hey, you know, I don't have to wear uniforms. So I can just wear like jeans or whatever. And my mom's like. I don't care. They have a dress code and you're going to have, I'm like, oh, yeah, my mom, I had to struggle with, for my mom for a whole year. Yeah. I'm like, and the one, the reason why I got her to stop is like, come pick me up one day uh-huh. and see, nobody wears this shit. She came and she's like, and okay. she got it. Yeah. She's like, okay. Yeah, see, that's good for you. I'm lucky. I only had to spend one year because <laughs> my mom would have made me wear that shit all four fucking years of middle school. A hundred percent. So, but yeah. All right. So, I want to go back to the, what was it? Oh, so how long did it take you to, to learn English, you said? Two years, maybe a year and a half. Like, and you felt comfortable having like yeah. conversations. And how long did you get rid of the accent? Mm, after third grade, I didn't have an accent anymore. So you just... I just kept on practicing. Fucking got a whole ass <laughs> Americanized. Damn shame. Now I kind of miss no, it. I do miss it a little bit, but I don't... Yeah. I, I can, I can turn mine on and off. Can you? Oh, yeah. Come on. You've heard me. Fucking. I guess, yeah. yeah. All right. So do you want to jump into the song? Sure. Hi, I'm Freejean. Um, and then I'm going to introduce the song that is most like stuck in my memory from when I was little. And my dad picked me up and us driving around Haiti um, for the last memory I have in Haiti. And the song is C'est Papoudat by Alan Cave. Chanter pour vous, c'est 
Say. Say pa pu dat. Say pa pu dat. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Perfect. That was great. So now, why that song, and why does it have to do with memory? Why that song? Mm-hmm. It was the song that I was playing in the car. <laughs> Pretty fucking straightforward. Um, why I love that song. Alan Cavey is a really like he's one of the top tier Haitian like musicians from back in the day. So like I still like listen to his music. If I if he ever has a concert in my grown age, I will go see it because I want to see him live at least once. Um, I love his music. So he's still alive. Yeah, he's still alive. Okay, that's good. Um, so I really love that song. It also just didn't help that it was my dad's favorite song. So like naturally, you know me, I'm going to love whatever my dad right. loves. Especially at that age. Like <laughs> yeah. you said, you're going to yeah, pretty much so. absorb everything. And whenever I hear that song, I'm just like ready to go out and dance to it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So what other, what other artists did your dad love? Mm, he loved what do you remember? I think he loved Kaimi. Um, I don't know these people. So I'm not going to sit Haitian here and pretend no dude fuck. Haitian group. And there are some older ones that he does like. Now I know he likes a little bit more of the like newer artists, but I can't remember like any of the older ones that he liked. I just remember Alan Kavik, Kagami, and then like some other people. Okay. So I know you. And I know you like some hood ass shit. <laughs> I'm versatile. <laughs> right. <laughs> Has your dad ever heard the music you like? When he's in the car, I just play Haitian music. <laughs> so when he comes up and you just play Haitian music, come on, you gotta put on the nah. fucking that Chief Keef nah. once. <laughs> that fucking Chirac. Nah, he's not gonna get that side no. of me. <laughs> That's funny. All right, so how do you say that song again? I'm sorry. C'est Papuda. C'est Papuda. Mm-hmm. So that song, that memory, do you think your mom holds that same? Probably not. She knows I love the song. Like okay. whenever like I'm in the car with her and this comes on, I start singing. She's like, "You really do love this song." Like she remembers the song. Yeah, but does it trigger that same memory? Like, do you be like, "Hey, you remember?" I don't. I don't. I've never asked her, so I don't know. Mm. But she probably didn't take the car ride memory as much as I like valued it. But she probably valued like us spending time together, going to see my grandmother, and like going to the beach and like having family time like that was the last time like mm-hmm. we saw that side of the family the ones in dr also so. damn yeah <laughs> all right that's it that's it. all right so we have one last part okay 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 i'll put you on the spot oh no all right let's call song on the spot song on the spot okay. so i'm gonna give you three scenarios and you have to quickly think of really a song. quickly think of a song okay that you would play Okay. In that scenario. Okay. All right. Let me know when you're ready. Mm-hmm. All right. Ready? Mm-hmm. All right. So you're on a spaceship with Elon that's about to launch and go to Mars. Uh, take off. I can't remember the um the name of the song right if now. If you can't name the song, you gotta sing a little part of it. <sighs> Mumble it something. <laughs> can I look it up on my phone? <laughs> sure. Do not remember the lyrics. That's Loki cheating, but it's fine. It's okay. You never said I couldn't cheat. Last memory take off. Last memory? Mm-hmm. You want me to play it? No, I can't. Okay. Um, okay. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> um, all right. Next one. Front row at the Oscars and you're watching Will Smith walk towards Chris Rock. Bitch, but I have my money. <laughs> <laughs> you know what my song was? <laughs> Fucking Brone Crusher. So I'm outside of the club. You think I'm a punk. Bitch, get out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Cool. Next one. Shopping with your husband and your side dude is the cashier. Side dude is a cashier. Mm-hmm. 
I don't want to know Mario. Ooh, that's a good, that's a good <laughs> one. All right, and ready for the bonus? Mm-hmm. You wake up and see five million in your bank account. Money by La Lisa from Blackpink. Never heard of that, but I'm gonna take your word. I'm gonna make that 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 money, money on my mind, and a job that money. No. Never heard, it, but sounds good. <laughs> All right, before we get out of here, do you want to say anything to Mike? Ah, it's a nice to. day out. It's Everybody nice enjoy day. yourselves. They're going to hear this shit way after this, by the way. Don't make fun of my braces. <laughs> they look nice. They really do. All right, thank you for coming on. Thank you. They're it was fun. <laughs> was fun. All right, cool. <laughs>